you for downloading and happiness. Dare to be happy. We are two curious friends that want to explore what makes us happy. In each episode, we will take a topic in alphabetical order and discuss how it relates to and impacts happiness. We will live the experience of each concept through a dare that we set each other and then talk about how it affected our happiness. As well as diving into psychological theories and evidence which supports or contradicts our personal experiences. In other words, in this show, psychology meets play. I'm Kitty Newman, Director of Trapeze Media, a digital marketing agency that leads with social. My company philosophy is based on the importance of play in all our lives and how important it is to be happy at work. I have been obsessed with the circus for a few years, hence the name Trapeze Media, and making time for things like handstands and aerial in amongst the day-to-day challenges that come with running a successful business makes me happy. My name is Claudia Mitura. I'm a work psychologist and learning and development specialist with a purpose to boost happiness in the workplace. I love experimenting and applying scientific research on happiness to my daily ups and downs, or just to prove my other half wrong. I also like to look for happiness in unusual places, so I won't shy away from diving with sharks or starring in a pantomime. Sometimes this gets me in trouble. Hi, Claudia. Hi, Katie. How nice to see you. Yeah, you too. This is exciting. We're getting quite close to the end of the alphabet here. I know. We are now talking about values and happiness. What a topic. Values and happiness. Yeah, quite big. We really do like to tackle these big topics sometimes. Exactly. We're very ambitious and it shows in the selection of our topics. Maybe we could start with a discussion. What are values? What would be your definition, Kitty? I see values as the things that are important to you, that you think are important to the world and bring some kind of clarity in your decisions and the impact that you have in kind of a positive way. It's definitely got to be positive values. I feel like people don't have negative values or people might perceive other people's important values as negative in comparison to theirs. But I think each person perceives their own values as a positive impact on either their own or the world. Yeah, love it. So this idea, what's important to us, what motivates us, but also the impact we're having on external world. Very nice. Can you give us an example? Mm, Yes. Well, I've been thinking about my own values and what's important to me and kindness, being kind and community, working with your communities and being kind to communities and people around you, I think are really key values to me. But there's other things like honesty, I think some people's values can come down to work ethic and being a kind of committed worker. Commitment is a kind of value. Yeah, there's quite a lot of different ones. What comes to your mind? So I think there is such a wide range of different values that you need to be quite selective of what's really important to you. And I decided as part of this there to really apply the values in daily decisions is to stick with one, which is honesty. So I started to reflect that 
why honesty is so important to me. And I came to this conclusion that it was definitely something that comes from my parents. So I was taught as a kid that it doesn't matter what trouble I caused, and I caused lots of trouble when I was a kid, but it was that I couldn't be dishonest with my parents. I needed to tell them what kind of troubles I got into, and they were always able to support me. But the moment I tried to lie or not tell them the truth, that's when I really got into trouble with them. So I think that honesty is very important. And then I thought this week, okay, how does it drive my behavior, for instance, at work currently? And one of the examples, I had situation this week that I was working on a freelance project and I made a mistake in completing something. And as a result, I just needed more time to fix it. And because I have this strong honesty, I really needed to call the project manager and tell them, look, I made a mistake, but this is how I'm fixing it. But as a result, I just need more time. And it's quite interesting that it really stemmed from that value that, you know, I could have corrected the mistake and say I'll be late, but I just had this kind of desire and need to be honest that it's not perfect. Yeah. So your values have been ingrained in you from the start of your life. And now it's just an instinctual reaction to how you cope and deal with things. Absolutely. And I think that's why it's so important to reflect upon your values and really understand what are they. Because another example that I had this week, I realized that tidiness is not one of my values. (laughs) (laughs) So my desk is quite untidy. I call it a creative chaos. But, you know, for my husband, then tidiness is actually very important value. And this is one thing that we clash about. So it's kind of also, I had this reflection that it's important to also understand values of other people because the values are really driving their behavior and is really trying to meet them in the middle that, yes, I'm trying to limit my untidiness in the space that is common to us, but he knows that I don't want to have a tidy desk because this is my creative chaos and he's not tidying up that bit. And I think that's also quite important, understanding the values of other people. Yeah, definitely. I hadn't considered my values as being things that I've been brought up with. But actually, my parents are really sociable and always kind of been out and about and had friends around and things. And I really like that I keep in touch with everybody quite well. And it's important to me that I see lots of people. And I think that that has come from when I was a kid because my parents were so sociable. So yeah, maybe that's true for me as well. Absolutely. I think there is a grain of truth there. So yes, how can we discover our values then? Well, the thing is, I actually had never thought about this before. And it was bringing up some similar thought processes to when we did purpose. And where this had been brought to my attention was in work. And so much of how I think comes from work because I'm building this business. And so most of what I do kind of can be brought back to what I'm doing at work. Since purpose, I was thinking about the values within work and actually it is kind of equality and community stuff that I'm looking to really ingrain into the way that we work as a business. And so it wasn't until I actually was told to think about it that I thought about what my values are. And I think the way that I looked at that was about my own behavior and what feels good to me and what feels like a positive impact on the world from how I behave naturally. I love it. And that's actually one of the ways we can discover our values is to really reflect upon our behaviors because the values are really drivers behind them. 
And there is a website called valuescenter.com when you can actually go and do a free assessment to find out about your values. And I've done it uh, just before we started recording. And it's quite interesting. It's a simple test. It gives you a range, the most common values, I think 30, 40, but you are allowed to only pick 10. And that was actually very tricky. Because some values were quite similar. There was, for instance, achievement versus ambition. Oh, okay. Which one is more important? So you have to make those tough decisions. And then once you select your top 10, they send you a report. And the report is based on this Barrett model created by a researcher called Richard Barrett. And it has like seven levels of consciousness, this is called. Survival, relationships, self-esteem, transformation, cohesion, making a difference in service. And they're mapping those values against those levels and giving you some tools to really self-reflect where your values sit. So you could be that your values are mainly about making a difference, or your values may be all about self-esteem and how do you grow your personal development. I want to do that. So then what do you do with that information once you've got it? So then you've aligned what your values are, and then how do we bring that out to be happier people? How do our values kind of feed into our happiness? Because if it's something naturally ingrained in us, do we want to then like lean into it more so that we feed our values to make our decisions more of what makes us happy because that's what is kind of innate in us? Yes, exactly. That's how it relates to happiness. Woohoo! Absolutely. Because values are driving our behaviors and choices, and they're very important for our habits and lifestyle choices and social experiences. They'll be driving that happiness. And the idea is that once you know more about your values and you reflect it upon them, it's about trying to really consciously be applying them in your daily life as well as spotting it in other people behaviors. There is something called Museum of Values in Berlin. I've been in Berlin and I didn't know about this museum. Yeah, me too. We'll put that on our little European travel list for next year. Yes, after Copenhagen, a museum of happiness. Exactly, we're going to museum of values. Basically, what this museum does is that they share stories of other people and objects that connect to their values so that they encourage us to reflect what those values mean in practice. Because if my value is honesty, what does it mean to me? Someone else can have the same value, but they might be behaving in a very different way because we get a very different meaning from those values. So they're trying to encourage us to go to the Museum of Values, experience other people's stories, and then reflect what does it mean to us. Wow, this museum is about everything. I know, and meaning and purpose. I mean, I don't believe I missed it. I think it would be interesting to have these conversations with friends and family about what their values are, because it's not something I'd explore for myself. It would be interesting to know. I think I'm going to do that this weekend and then try and understand them better. Very nice. I like the challenge, you know, start questioning people on their values. Do you think we need more values-focused society? The decisions I've been making, so our dare this week was to hold our values or think about our values and decisions that we make. And the decisions I make do impact the team that I work within. 
And so I'm always thinking about everybody that that impacts. But what I'm not doing much of at the moment personally is anything outside of my own bubble, really. That sort of societal impact and how I can actually get out of what I'm doing day to day and actually do a bit more to bring those values outside of my little bubble. So that was something that this highlighted as well. Wow, brilliant. So what are you planning to do in 2021 to expand your bubble? Well, I think there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment where there's a lot of support that's needed for groups and people. And I just want to give a bit of additional time. So to carve out some of my time next year to give to organizations within where I live to kind of help in some ways, whether it's like cleanups or groups or helping people get to places or, you know, just giving a little bit back. I think that that is something that I'm lacking in like feeding my values. I love that, actually, because Action for Happiness a few years back did a report called Increasing Happiness by Understanding What People Want. And they surveyed over 4,000 people across the UK. And everyone was really pointing out that they want more meaningful communities and they want certain values to be represented in those communities like family, honesty, compassion, respect, which is amazing, which is great. But the truth is, it all starts with us. We should be the example and the change we want to see in the world. If we're not compassionate, if we're not respecting, if we're not honest, then our communities and our bubbles won't change. And therefore, society will not implement certain values. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's good to just get these things straight. Without doing these dares and without really considering these things, you could just go on and on day to day, just keeping on, keeping on, because it feels hard at the moment. Like it feels like we're all on a treadmill to just get to the end of this year <laughs> and just like keep our heads above water and make sure that we've all got our jobs, make sure all these things in place. But actually, when you force yourself to take note of what it is that you do want and I think everybody wants to give back and help and be you know part of what's good in the world but until you do take a second to think about what you want to do and how you can do it it just seems to just get rolled on and into everything else and doesn't it actually happen yeah absolutely we need that pause and time to reflect of what our values are what do we want to see in our communities and how we can contribute to that how we can improve our happiness but also the happiness around us i completely agree So we already established that one way of really boosting our happiness is really looking into our values, understanding them. And then it's about also translating them into those practical behaviors. That's why the stories are so powerful of other people and our story as well. What else do you think we could do to really implement the values more regularly on a daily basis? Other than doing them? For me, if we're talking about how we can remember what our values are, I actually find that on Instagram, if you follow different things and there's inspirational quotes come up and it's like, this is what's important to you. This is what makes you happy. This is what is good for the world. I love all those things that come through that are just a little reminder of how to treat people and how to be kind and how to be open hearted and things like this. So yeah, I think quotes and phrases and little post-it notes of encouragement around what you think is important. Yes. And just having 
having those little prompts of really being committed to your values and remembering about that. I think our emotions and our bodies can also remind us that we're not following the values that are important to us. I think in situations when we're choosing something, we have this gut feeling sometimes that it's not maybe the choice. That's not what we want. I think we should be kind to ourselves and really allow ourselves to explore that feeling. Why am I feeling like that? Is something else more important to me? I think those little bodily changes and those kind of gut feelings and intuitions that people say can actually give us a bit of insight of, is this is actually my value? So, Kitty, you created absolutely amazing definition of values, which are... Things that are important to you, that you think are good, that needed in the world, and things that will make the world a better place. Fantastic. And you can start really by reflecting on your values with use of quite interesting tools like valuescenter.com or listening to other people's stories. There is even Museum of Values in Berlin, so quite interesting. And once you are aware of those values, it's about remembering about them. So almost like reinforcing with some tips, with some prompts, visual effects, metaphors, and then really trying to apply them daily to see how you're feeling and how it impacts your happiness. Because they are important to happiness because they really drive our behavior, our choices, our lifestyle and our social experiences. So in order to be valued, we do need to be aligned to our values. Yeah, nice. It's good to get them straight in your head. Let's do this. Yay! We'll all go be better people and help the world. Next year, definitely. So next week, we have got W for wonder. Absolutely. What a topic, Kitty. Mm, Wonderment and happiness. I wonder what would happen if Claudia went to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. What would happen then? Yes, but really the idea behind wonder is to get really curious and pause and think really outside of our box. It could be that it's about natural phenomena that are around us and we're just interested in them. Like, what if this would happen? What if sky would have been green? Like, what would happen then? But also maybe in our personal life, what if I could speak six languages? What if I could be a famous painter? That kind of perspective, just really wondering about things and being curious and also seeing our life and world as just one big wonder, because it is. Yeah, what if? It's a great question, isn't it? It can take us in all sorts of different directions and really start to explore these philosophical ideas of what would happen if. Well, I'm looking forward to this dare. So with the dare, Claudia, is to think of a what if question and we are going to follow that through and see what would happen if. Absolutely. We're going to find out some answers. We're going to have some interesting conversations with other people. Are we going to try out new things? We will see where it will take us. I'm looking forward to it. And we'll be discussing wonder and happiness next week 
But until then, you can get more from us on Instagram and Happiness Official or the website where we have a top 10 list of tips from A to J of how to be happier, which is downloadable from andhappiness.co.uk. Yes, so definitely don't be a stranger. Always drop us a note. We are here and we would love to hear from you and how you're doing with the dares. And as always, as every week, we dare you to be happy. Bye. Bye-bye.